does that mean? That means it wasn't all good, but he'd learn to be content in it anyhow. I'm sure being locked up in prison wasn't too good. I'm sure being whipped and striped wasn't too good. Even banished to an island couldn't have been real good. But it said on the Lord's day, him and God got together, didn't they? Why, he had learned to be content. Praising God opens up God's hands that he can give you power beyond your power. You say, preacher, what are you talking about? I'm not going to preach long this morning. You might want to come tonight and hear this message. But I do want to read to you in Matthew chapter number 20. Lay a foundation this morning anyhow. Because that's what we've been doing here this morning is praising the Lord. Matthew chapter 21 verse number 1. Matthew 21 and verse number 1. The Bible said, And when they drew nigh unto Jerusalem and were come to Bethpage unto the Mount of Olives, then sent, notice this, Jesus to disciples, saying unto them, Go into the village over against you, and straightway ye shall find an ice tied and a coat with her. Loose them, and bring them unto me. And if any man say aught unto you, ye shall say, The Lord hath need of them. And straightway he will send them. All this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet saying, Tell ye the daughters of Zion, Behold, thy king cometh unto thee meek and sitting upon an ass and a colt the foal of an ass. Have you noticed he's fulfilling the word there? And the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them and brought the ice and the cold and put on them their clothes and they set him thereon. And a very great multitude spread their garments in the way. Others cut down branches from the trees and strawed them in the way. And the multitudes that went before and that followed crying saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when he was come into Jerusalem, all the city was moved saying, Who is this? And the multitude said, This is Jesus, the prophet of Nazareth of Galilee. Jesus went into the temple of God and cast out all them that sold and bought in the temple, and overthrew the tables of the money changers, and the seats of them that sold doves, and said unto them, It is written, My house shall be called the house of prayer, but ye have made it a den of thieves. And the blind and the lame came, notice this, to him in the temple, and he healed them. And when the chief priest and scribes saw the wonderful things that he did and the children crying in the temple and saying, Hosanna to the son of David, they were sore displeased. Whew, I'd like to preach right there two and a half hours. 
What's going on in the house of God? Is it displeasing to you even though some are getting healing? Ooh, boy, that's tough, isn't it? And said unto him, Hearest thou what these say? And Jesus said unto them, Yea, have you never read out of the mouths of babes and sucklings thou hast perfected what? Praise. Why were they praising him? Why do you praise him? And he left them and went out of the city into Bethany and he lodged there. Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you, Lord, for the word of God. I thank you, God, for the people of God. And Lord, that we as your people can, can praise you today. Father, for your love and your mercy and your grace that's given to all in Jesus' name. Amen. May be seated. Praise should be common in the house of God. But it's not. Praise should be common in the children of God. But it's not. Praise should be motivated because the Bible said you know your name's written there. Now we see that They're praising him as he came into the city. Those in front and those behind was praising. Hosanna! Praising. And we see that in the house of God, healing was being taken place and the church folk didn't like it. Church folk are the only people that kill the wounded. We got a multitude that's wounded out there. I got to thinking about uh, praising the Lord. <coughs> they oughtn't have been a dry eye in the house today at the mention of $600 being raised for children in need, much less all the seed that was sown. Amen. And we all had opportunity to take a part in it. Amen. Whether you could sing or not, you could still take a part. Hey, if you can't bake a cake, buy a cake. Amen. Amen. Bring it down there and say, there it is. Do something for the glory of God. And let me stand there a few minutes and help. That'll help you in your praise. Praise opens up the doors for God to bless his people. Because the word of God said he inhabits the praises. Where's our praise at this morning, church? Simply because he is the son of God. Men go into town. You'll find an ash tied there and a coat. Bring them to me. Now stay with me. Listen carefully what I'm saying. And if anybody asks you, just tell them the Lord has need of. And he will let you take them. Isn't that something? Just to fulfill that prophecy. Just to fulfill that little prophecy. That he would come riding in on an ice cold. Now think about what I'm saying here. God in his foreknowledge. Had to have a. She asked her that had a coat. 
I thought about as, as I was preparing for this message today about what the brother said about the well. A well of a servant. This ain't going to sound real good and I know I'll get a lot of slack. You may be an ice, but you can still be used. He said, go get this ice cold. So it would be fulfilled what the scripture says. And bring them to me. And they laid their garments over this coat and set him on it. And they began to praise him and march him in as though he was the king that he was. Can you hear that praise? Hosanna! Hosanna! It wasn't a whisper. You ever been to a praise service where it was a whisper? No. Praise comes out in full volume. Whether it's a screech of screaming or whether it's just tears and snot. It'll come out in full volume when it's true, honest to goodness praise and heaven is opened up and lit down on your soul. Praise We'll stir some things up. Might even scare a few. We have scared a few around here. <laughs> and I say to that, praise God. Praise God that this little church is different. That praise is pretty common around here. Worship's pretty common around here. I couldn't tell you how many has asked me, why do you ring the bell? See, they're used to ringing the bell, meaning it's over. We're ringing the bell saying it's just beginning. <laughs> why do you holler so down at your church? Well, my question is, why don't you all holler? They say, why do you so vocal and so excited and my question is, why aren't you? Why aren't you excited if your name's written in the Lamb's book of life? He said rejoice over that. And if your name's there and you're rejoicing, I want to tell you something, you ain't seen no rejoicing yet. You wait till I get to heaven. I get this good body. Hello? I'm getting this saint of a body. I get this body, it ain't going to have no pain, no limits. <laughs> you better watch out then. You don't want to be on Hallelujah Avenue the day I get there. Oh no, I'll run over you and shout the whole time I'm running over you. Because if you're not running with me, you're standing still. If you're standing still, you're backsliding. Ooh, that hurt, didn't it? Can we worship together? Can we praise him together? Can I say this to all of us? Every one of us praises him different. And that's what makes it unique. I get a blessing out of watching you praise him. When I see the Holy Ghost move on you and, and you see him start getting a little fidgety <laughs> and then you see tears and then you hear, 
trying to keep the snot from running down. You know we're dignified in our praise. Yeah. You shouldn't perspire, preacher. Well, I can honestly tell you, I have never perspired in my life. I sweat. I sweat. Perspiring is somebody that's attempting to sweat. I don't attempt it, brother. I sweat. Why? Because there's something inside of me that wants to praise him, and I can't put it in words. I can't put it in actions, and therefore my heart's running 100 miles an hour. I'm trying to get in here, trying to figure out what God's wanting, and all of a sudden I'm sweating. I'm wiping sweat. Holy Ghost running over me. I've got joy down in my heart. My feet are getting it light, and I'm wanting to run. I'm wanting to shout. I'm wanting to do something. Because I want to praise him. I can't tell you another church that I can even mention that even goes to the highways and sings. I can't mention one that'll take their valuable Saturdays and go sing. I can't name you one church that at Christmas time goes out to Walmart and stands there and sings. Even though they shop there. Even though they got a choir and a youth choir. But why? Most of the time it's because we don't even praise him at church. We're not going to praise him out of church. It's become a foreign fashion to the world to come in, have a few songs, take up a little money, and the preacher pat you on the back, you've done good, go to the house. I'm glad it's not that way around here. I'm glad you can come in, the Holy Ghost fills you up. You can shout and run the aisles, you can cry on an altar, you can hug somebody, you can stand up and scream your lungs out, and it ain't uncommon around here. I'm telling you, if it don't hurt these little babies laying on a pew asleep, why does it bother grown-ups? That baby's raised in it. It's used to it. It's not unnatural to it. But it must be to a lot of grown-ups. I've had them over the years tell me, every time you preach, it unnerves me. I'm saying... My preaching ain't supposed to pat you on the back. It ain't supposed to lull you to sleep. My preaching, if I'm preaching the word of God, he said would cut you like a two-edged sword. When I get to thinking about how I praise the Lord, sometimes I cry and repent. Because sometimes I fail him in praising him. What if it was your child who's going to receive those toys? What if it was your grandchild? What if it was your neighbor? Or maybe like Sister Tanya's closest friend, maybe she's got children and she, she's not going to be able to help this year. And because we can, 
We did. We need you. And most of all, God wants you. God wants your talent. I tell you what. I've eaten a lot of things in this world, and most of them good. That coconut cake was past good. I can't vouch for the others, but I'll try to do more next week. <laughs> Them whole cakes might have a slice missing, is what I'm saying. I'll pull a Richard Good on them. <laughs> Sis brought me a cake, said, Richard got a slice for a guy here. Well, he wasn't dead, so I didn't mind to eat it. What about your slice for Jesus? Now, I'll tell you something. I'm hoggish. If you don't want your slice of Jesus, I'll take it. That's what my pastor learned me. Somebody's got to eat it. And if you're not willing to eat your portion, send it my way. And some of you turned your nose up when it was turnip greens. Or poke salad. Send it on over here. Carol's sister one time was going to Kentucky and we stopped at the steakhouse out here to eat. She was going back and she said, Preacher, you want me to get you some dessert? I said, yeah. She said, what do you want? I said, I don't care. Just get some. Well, she come back and she had peach cobbler. And I got a big spoon of that peach cobbler. And in the bottom of it, she had put greens. I never missed a lick because I like greens too. If my wife can eat chocolate chicken, I can eat greens and peach cobbler. And Lisa sat there and looked at me and said, are you going to eat that? I said, you brought it to me. I like them both. I'm going to eat it. And I eat every bite of it. But how many would turn their nose up? She was good enough to bring it. I'm good enough to eat it. But God will bring it and we won't even taste it. He said, taste and see it's good. Well, that scares me. Why, why, why are they doing that? I, I've never seen it like that. Well, there's a lot of things you ain't never seen. What if it got so rich in here one day the cloud just settled on us? I've been in services like that. What if God came one day and healed all the sickness in our church? What if God came to the house of God one day and saved all the lost that was in the house of God and restored the backsliders? I guess you'd just sit there like a knot on a log, wouldn't you? Well... He knows it's 1230. There's 14 people up there in the altar. We're going to be here all day. And you're fatter than a hog anyway and don't need to eat. But your mind is more on what you want than what God wants. Ooh, that hurt. I'm trying not to preach and y'all keep agging it on. We need to learn how to praise and when to praise and who to praise 
and why we praise him. It's not because you feel good. It's because your name's written there. It's not because he did something for you this week. It's because your name is written there. It's not because somebody in your family was healed this week or any of the above. Maybe you got a job or a new car or a new house or whatever. That ain't the reason we praise Him. We praise Him because our name is written there. And when my body says no, my spirit says go. That's why we praise Him. That's truly why we praise Him. Why do you praise Him? Let me just ask you a serious question. Why do you even come to church? Well, I have to. I have to come. My name's on the roll down there. I have to come. Can I say something to you this morning? I hope I don't hurt your feelings. No, you don't have to come. You should want to come. There ought to be something inside of you that says, I want to go to the house of God. Something inside of you said, I am yearning to go to the house of God. Something inside of you ought to say, God, I can't wait till I get there. So I'm going to start praising him now. And just come through the doors with praise and thanksgiving. Let's stand. Lord willing, I'll preach this message tonight. That was this introduction, by the way. Do you know there's a lot of scripture in the Bible about praising? When's the last time you truly praise the Lord? Every head bowed, every eye closed. See us come and play something soft. I love to hear Miss Doretta play because I can hear the words in her playing. God is speaking to your heart right now and he's asking you, is there some true praise in you? Because you know your name's written there. You know your name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Maybe you need to come and call out in an altar of prayer this morning. Would you come right now? Just walk forward saying, Lord, I heard your voice. And I'm going to praise you by responding. I'm going to praise you, Lord, by responding. I heard your voice call to me. And I'm coming in response to the Holy Spirit speaking. Some are making their way. What about you? Maybe you just need to say, Lord, I'm sorry I haven't praised you with my whole heart. With my whole heart, Lord. Lord, I'm at church. I belong to that church. I know I'm saved, but I've really not praised you with my whole heart. Would you step out and come and be honest with the Lord and say, Lord, I truly want to praise you. In all things. 
Father, I thank you for the privilege here today to hear your voice speak to your children. I thank you, Father, that you have given us a heart of praise and worship here at Charity's Mission. Lord, you're worthy to be praised. God, if you never, ever, 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 ever do anything else for me, you save me. I'm going to praise you for that, Lord. But Father, you've loved me so much that you've given me so much. Lord, I just feel like I can't praise you enough. You've answered prayer this week. You've touched bodies. Lord, we've had a prayer vigil for Scott this week. And Lord, we're going to continue it. We've been praying, Lord, for Tanya's friend. Many others, Lord, that we're truly praying for. But those two especially, God, need your touch. And Lord, if my praise this morning is open the windows of heaven, I pray, God, you'll touch both of those requests. Thank you, Lord, for loving me. Thank you for hearing me. Thank you for answering. We're looking for that miracle that only you can provide, Father. The doctors don't give much hope. The world don't give much hope. But there is hope in Christ Jesus. My Lord, my Savior, soon coming King. So bless us, Lord. Only you can do that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.